0: Welcome to No Apology with Emily and Chris. Once again, hope you're having a very merry Christmas holiday season. Thank you for spending a little time with us this morning. If you're like, or hey, this afternoon or whenever it is right now for you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what, is, what does Jim Carrey say in The Truman Show? Good day, good morning, good whatever. whatever. Yeah, anyway. whatever. Yeah. Anywho, this is like you're getting this early. You're like, hey, this show dropped on a Friday. What's that about? Well, this is our holiday, Christmas, New Year's spectacular. Okay, not really. <laughs> it's but a
0: holiday spectacular. <laughs> we decided yeah, no to record before Christmas, on ice, right? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's right. We should come skating in with, you know, cue cards. No, no apology with Emily and Chris. Uh, we are off for the holiday season. We are back on Tuesday, January 9th, with our normal Tuesday downloads weekly. Mm-hmm. Uh, some have said we they want it more than once a week. We're more than happy to do that, but we we're can't. We're trying to get there. Yeah. We're trying to get there, but brick by brick is, is how we're building this. Again, yes. freshroadmedia.com. Give your best gift during this year-end time. We would really appreciate it. Hey, we've got a college student that goes to our church. Her name is Macy Reichel. She's coming up in just a little bit. Also, Mike Shaw is going to be here, and we've got some festive right on way off to start. I've got a Did Bible. Did you see
0: the questions?
1: No, but How I just you know assumed it's a couple days before Christmas. <laughs> okay. Of course, this is where you're going to be. Um, I've got a Bible idiots deep dive on joy coming up around the corner. But we start where we always start, and that yes. is with. The Granny Rant, here's Emily, da-da-da-da-da.
0: <laughs> all right, you've seen it, those beautiful pictures of those holiday trees, Christmas trees, fully decorated, and loads and loads of Christmas presents underneath the tree. They're absolutely gorgeous, they're absolutely beautiful. I love looking at all the pictures of Christmas decorations, whether they're very simple country, you know, made from scraps or just the elegant dripping. Like, I don't care. If it's Christmas, it's beautiful to me. What I've noticed, this is my last, oh, what is it? My last stop doing that for the year 2023. <laughs> there's a meme. There's a, actually a couple of them. They're all pretty similar. But basically, they're going around with pictures of those trees with Tons of presents underneath. Okay. And they're saying, hey, you know what? What? Before you just post your picture of your Christmas tree with all those presents underneath, remember... There's There's people with parents out there that are unemployed and they can't give their kids. And just remember the exception to the rule. So we got to
1: ruin the rule.
0: And so, once again, nay, nay, I say, (laughs) let's not go there. Uh, Chris, you and I, we have had some pretty lean Christmases in the past. Yeah. And those are some of the best Christmases we've had. I mean, great memories. I don't know if those people have ever watched The Grinch, but they need to, Mm -hmm. that maybe Christmas doesn't come from a store,
2: right?
1: (laughs) Maybe it doesn't.
0: And so here's what I see when I see those beautiful, you know, gift-laden trees. I say good on them. Mm -hmm. Here's the thing. I don't know the people, usually, I don't know the people that posted it. I don't know what their life is. I don't know what they've been through that year, this year. Maybe it's been a really difficult year and that Christmas gift laden tree is the one thing that they could do that brought a little joy into their life. Look, we all have difficulties. It doesn't matter Mm -hmm. what your checkbook reads. You know what I mean? So anybody that can do that. Congratulations! I'm happy for you now. Yeah, why can't
1: we be happy for others?
0: Yeah, exactly. And we there, sh- Mike Shaw
1: showed up because I hit the wrong button. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that's he's in because, the building. <laughs> that's because
0: he is happy for others. Yes, um, he's
1: producing the show from over there. Yeah,
0: but Chris, let's just take you and another I... quick
1: look at him. There he is. Oh. All right. <laughs> Stop right. messing around! All right. All right. It's granny right. rant. It's granny right. rant time. Yes, and I, know I have so much I... <laughs> to respond now because you, you've like poked the bear. But anyway, shh, Chris, let Emily let Emily talk. Go. I know what my next granny rant will be. All right, good.
0: Um, but anyway, Chris, you and I, we know so many people. We've lived in so many different places, and and I do remember distinctly uh, there was a really good friend of mine has like five kids, and they, her and her husband, adopted like. 12 more, and every Christmas, their Christmas tree looked like that. Mm -hmm. Now, here's the thing. They didn't have a lot of money. They had like 17 kids that they were raising, but they had tons of presents under the tree because they would make homemade gifts for one another. And uh, I know people who they would give gifts to one another, but the gift would be like a keychain or, you know, something very modest. And so just having a Ton of presence under the tree shouldn't cause anyone conflict or hurt feelings or bad feelings. If it does, that's something inside of you that you need to really seek the Lord on and fix. I've also known someone who uh, didn't have a lot of money. So, like, one lady I know, uh, or like almost a year earlier, her microwave broke and she needed the microwave. So she saved up enough pennies. She bought a microwave and she got a free gift with that purchase of a microwave. Well, her granddaughter was going off to college that um, year. And the gift that she got with the microwave was uh, recipes on how to cook with a microwave. <laughs> and so it's like, <laughs> this would be great for my granddaughter who's going off to college. And she gave her that gift for, you know, for Christmas. So... No, don't. Because that this whole idea of, you know, maybe not post that because other people don't have what you have. That's a slippery slope that we slide down. Basically, what you're saying is don't share with other people the blessings that God's given you because maybe somebody else didn't get that blessing. Mm-hmm. That, is so, that is such the antithesis of Christianity. <laughs> Come and see what God has done done. And don't be afraid of the goodness that God has given you. And it can be a financial goodness. It can also be a goodness that your family's with you. One more quick story about someone with a bunch of Christmas presents under their tree. Uh, An elderly lady lost her husband earlier in the year. This is not this year. This was a while back. Uh, But all the family was looking at her going, she cannot spend Christmas alone. So guess what we're doing? All the kids, all the grandkids, all the great grandkids, they're like, we are going to be with grandma on Christmas. So don't send your Christmas presents here. You start shipping those Christmas presents to grandma. Get them wrapped. Get them in a box. Ship those Christmas presents to grandma because we are all going there for Christmas. So... You don't know their story, yeah. and Chris, you are absolutely right. You hit the nail on the head, and you um, you got the crux of the Granny Rant today. Yeah. Let's learn to be happy for the goodness that God has given to other people, even if it's something that looks a little bit different than the goodness that God has shown to us. Well, End I, of Granny Rant. Okay. Merry Christmas. I'd like to have a
1: response. <laughs>
2: <laughs> a rebuttal.
1: It can uh, a grandpa rebuttal to okay, the granny rant. Um, okay, okay. Uh, that is, it, you've you've touched on what is partly going into my Bible Idiots deep dive oh, about joy. Interesting. And the exception to the rule is now the rule, and right. we we realized this in 2008. We were on the air in Arizona. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we were still only on 90.3, so it might have been 2007. Mm-hmm. Um, because I remember this went down when we were in Thunderbird and Seventh in Phoenix. Anyway, that doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, we decided we were going to do a Mother's Day giveaway, and the Mother's Day giveaway included a spa treatment. And I mean, there was like five different, you know, semifinal winners and one grand prize, and the grand prize was worth like a thousand bucks or two thousand yeah. dollars. And then if you qualified and you didn't win, you'd go in for a drawing for tickets to the Michael W. Smith concert or the Newsboys deal. Lots or, of gifts going you know, around. Meet and greet Lots with Chris prizes. Tomlin or whatever yeah. we had going on at the time. And it was all about mothers and 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 it was about emailed stories about mothers and different things. And so there was a lot of winning going on and it wasn't subjective. There were some drawings but it was about celebrating motherhood. Mm-hmm. And we got a call from a lady three days in a row. Because this this was a you know radio morning show bit that went on for, for yeah. a couple weeks leading mm-hmm. up to Mother's Day. To Probably, give people the yeah. time
0: to register and everything. Yeah, all yeah. that
1: stuff. And she just would not let it go. And <laughs> Her and I got into this fight. I don't know if you remember that. But yeah. I just finally told her. I said, lady, the exception to the rule isn't the rule. But we, we had a twinge of maybe we shouldn't be doing this. And I'll never forget that twinge as long as I live because this lady kept pounding on us. What about the mothers? uh, What about the women out there who can't have babies? What about the one who just had a, uh, you know, who's lamenting their abortion or the one who just had a miscarriage? And, you know, what about the... the. the Hannahs of the Bible, you know, that don't get their Samuel, you know. Right. It's like that that's not the point. Right. The point is not that to but celebrate motherhood that means that the other people are so sad and so because they're sad then we can't celebrate motherhood. Mhm. Yeah. That's what I mean by the exception to the rule becomes yeah. the rule. Right. It's just like abortion, for example. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, what about rape and incest? What about rape and incest? I mean, that's <laughs> right. an extreme right. exception to the rule. Yeah. So you answer them by saying, before we talk about rape and incest, will you agree with me that abortion on demand is morally reprehensible or wrong? Yeah. And that's when you're not find out, likely to yeah, go there. Yeah. That's when you'll find out who you're really talking yeah. to, because yeah. there's something else going on there right. that's not where they have it's to not be. Not
0: right. Yep. So yep. uh
1: that's that's what I want to say is that you can you can see people with a lot of christmas presents saying look at our large S." Right. But maybe they're not saying that. Maybe they're saying, hey, this is all the happiness I got in life right now.
0: Right, exactly.
1: Or how cool is it? Because last year we had one gift a person, and I'll look at what my... Look, I posted on Thanksgiving, my kids pitched in and bought me a PS5 so we can play online video games yeah. together. Yeah, I don't care what anybody thinks about that. That was a happy moment that I wanted to share with the people that might actually get it. And yeah. those that don't, oh, look at him thinking he's all that with his PS5. <laughs> don't care. Uh, yeah. Don't don't care. care you know you're it, not going to yeah. suck my joy just because is, you're trying to bring everybody yeah. down to your level.
0: Yeah, it is not the number of presents. Like I said, rewatch the Grinch, um, and then it, it's really not. It's it's the heart behind what you're doing. So it doesn't really matter if you're going to give your granddaughter a free cookbook that you just happen to have gotten. Or if you can afford that PS5, it doesn't matter. That That's not the point of the gift-giving at all. So let's get in touch with reality. Let's get in touch with the goodness of God, because whatever it is that's good, it's from Him, and we can celebrate that. I love it. Awesome. All right. Where are we going next? Uh, Bible we... Idiots
1: deep dive, I think, is oh, what's next oh, on the agenda. Oh, I thought
0: that was connected. I thought no, you just did no. your deep dive. It
1: is connected. We, we and people are like, I, I tell people, look, we don't show prep together. They're like, really? That's yeah. a shock. Right. <laughs> I couldn't see that. It was
0: connected, but
1: it was connected. I wanted to respond to the grounding ramp because what you yeah. did means a lot to me. But mine Aww. is about biblical joy.
0: A oh, biblical joy. Biblical joy. All right, let's do yeah. that. Let us go. Let and, us go to the Bible Idiots deep dive know, with Chris. Ha- Where are you, you going?
1: You know, this is such a time to reflect. Yeah. The holiday time is a time of reflection. And then New Year's rev- resolutions happen because of the reflection. Yeah. You're like, "Oh, true. I eat a lot and I'm gonna <laughs> maybe I'll get a treadmill." You know, I mean, that's how that happens is during this time of reflection. I wonder
0: what percentage is eat better and exercise. And I think a lot of. And this
1: morning them are. <laughs> we're recording on December 21st, uh on Thursday, December 21st, which is solstice. La, 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 solstice, la, la, right? La, la. Shortest day of the year.
0: Oh, is it shoot. <laughs> I like the darkness and the Christmas light. I Yeah. Yeah. Well, Anyway, <laughs> anyway
1: because of the dark days, you <laughs> end up lighter. being inside. It's cold, and that generates reflection. That's kind True. of the thing. And so yeah. I've been reflecting about joy. And, you know, one of the things that uh, I, I found was a meme that if you're watching on Rumble or YouTube, you see on the screen right now. And this is called an Honest Christmas Card. For you audio-only listeners, it's three, obviously, uh, older sister and two twin brothers— with J O Y, and they're just crying, and yeah. it's like that's an honest Christmas. <laughs> they're card. trying
0: to get a Christmas photo, obviously. Yes,
1: obviously, of the kids holding joy, holding and they're little, crying.
0: Yeah, holding little letters to spell out joy, and they're they're. It's not going. It's well. It's not going well.
1: <laughs> but but that is kind of where we are as a society. I think, I think it's so just too. like those kids I just had on the screen. Yeah, and you know how do you worship, pray to, and serve a God who radiates joy? Mm. I mean, especially if you're on the bummer train, yeah. and we, some, we don't want to be on the bummer train, but sometimes we have to ride it because of our circumstances. And so should our communion with God be like something different when it comes to encountering the fullness of joy? Okay. That's a legit question at the holiday It is. It's times. a good question. Yeah, I mean, Jesus did demand that his disciples abide in him, right? Mm-hmm. And that is to continuously remain intimately connected to and in fellowship with him. Uh, John fifteen eleven says, "I have told you these things so that my joy may be in you, and your joy may be complete."
0: Yeah, there you go.
1: You cannot live in the epicenter of joy and not feel its effects. Yeah, that's a quote by Richard Blackaby. Mm-hmm. And so Psalm sixteen eleven says this: "It says." You will show me the way of life, granting me the joy of your presence and the pleasures of living with you Mm. forever. Wow! I don't care how many presents people have under their tree. Mm -hmm. I know what it's like to stand in line for government cheese, and I know what it's like to get upgraded to the penthouse at the Waldorf Astoria in London. Yeah. And let me tell you, both were joyful moments Mm -hmm. and thankfulness and thankfulness. Permeated with thankfulness. um, I mean, you know, obviously you're like, yeah, those are totally two different worlds. Yeah, because I've lived in totally different worlds because God has a sense of humor I guess
0: (laughs) (laughs) he wants us to know look the world
1: thinks that joy comes from abundance of pleasure and and material things and an absence of Comfort, problems. Comfort, yeah. And hey, if we could just regain our health, find a new job, purchase that house, then then we would be find joyful. A
0: husband. If right, that radio show yeah. just
1: wouldn't do that Mother's Day celebration, then I could be joyful. Otherwise, mm. you've triggered me. You've stolen my joy. Yeah. That's what, when someone says they're triggered, that's what they're trying to claim is that you've stolen right, their joy. Right, right.
0: And so, no one, uh, no one can steal your joy. Yeah. You willingly give it Away. Let me just That's share this with
1: you again. I've been I've been reading a lot of the Blackaby's books. Yeah, they have such a good way of explaining so things. So good. And one of their books I got to buy now because you know what it's called? It was written like ten years ago. What's it or Twelve years ago. It's called Fresh Encounter. Oh. That's the name wow. of our church, Fresh Encounter. That's where cool. Fresh Road Media comes from. It was meant and, to be. And, and that joy, that <laughs> fresh joy every day, is is all part of it. That's yeah. why I love love the the church name, and I love the the name yeah. of Emily's new ministry. Anyway. Have you ever thought about how a joyless Christian is a contradiction in terms? Mm. I mean, if Jesus rules and reigns the entire universe mm-hmm. and He holds us in His grip, okay, how do we not permeate with joy all the right, time? Right. And then you think of Paul and Silas's experience. Mm. Okay, they're serving Jesus; they're doing what they're called to do. And in the middle of it all, if you look up Acts sixteen, uh, they they are just. Humiliated. They're stripped and beaten in the town square, dragged to the to the worst of the prisons, dungeons in that town. Right. And in the middle of that, they started singing hymns of joy. Wow. Even the smallest inconveniences can rob us of joy. I could be driving down the road and all of a sudden a semi decides to pass another semi on the interstate and it's gonna take him five minutes because they've almost equalized. And I'm just like, this is so subpar. Yeah. You know, it just I believe the
0: term is. Learner driver.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That comes from the old video game destruction derby, for those of you paying attention. Anyway, we cannot let, uh, we cannot become joyless Christians because of our circumstances. I mean, you can't let the business of your life or your work cause you to stress so much that you lose joy. Mm -hmm. Or parents who are so immersed in the daily grind of child rearing, and now their home is like this somber place. And, oh, you know, that's,
0: a, that, yeah, that was a huge thing for me, raising kids, yeah. It's It's, it a, easy, huge, it's a huge
1: thing for you just in, yep. when you get overwhelmed with, you know, oh, another lady wants to have coffee with me, you know?
0: <laughs> <It's>, <laughs>
1: well, you know what I mean? that. I know, it's, but it's I'm exaggerating. another lady but... wants to have
0: coffee, and I still haven't
1: vacuumed my floors. I know. What about <laughs> political tension? Political tension OEDC. is hijacking joy all over the place. Yep. Yep. And especially, don't let Christians let that be... Something. How about a cranky boss? Yeah. Or the Vikings lose. Oh. You know. Oh, I'm wearing my Twins jersey or a sweatshirt today. The Twins, they can go ahead yeah. and lose it. You they and won two my World sister are ca- so
0: okay. no longer allowed to watch Viking <laughs> games together. It's just a little oh, too much.
1: That was that defeat to the <laughs> Bengals last week was was painful. Uh, you know what? Pastors grow grumpy yeah, when, they do. when they when they when uh, they have these grumpy souls with uh, you know how they want to manage the organization for them. Uh-huh. You know missionaries become frustrated when they seem to not get the results they're looking so they descend into joylessness mm-hmm. you know we need to go back to paul and silas in that Uh, you know, Philippian jail that they were in and realize that that's where true joy calls from. Look, Christ called us to be ambassadors in 2 Corinthians 5.20. And the role of an ambassador is to embody the government, ruler, or nation they represent. Yeah, And there is a picture of you and I, Emily, that is about 10 years old, I don't know, maybe... Fifteen now. I, I, when we were young. When we were thinner, young. And um, this more was able-bodied. This I'm gonna put the picture <laughs> up right now. This is the picture oh. that. This is the one that was on the billboards. And this was called The Joy of the Christian Life. Yeah. People used to say, you look like you have the joy of the Lord. We did. We did. And that's why, and laugh louder, dig deeper, live larger. That's why that was the picture that was on the billboards and, and, uh, or, uh, you know, flyers or whatever. I mean, Mm -hmm. it it was used so many times that, um, it's, I, I sometimes have to go back and look at this picture. Yeah. And I'm sorry for you audio listeners, but you'll you have to go Is to YouTube. This a picture Rumble. Chris and
0: I. We're holding hands and giggling and, and laughing, laughing like we normally yeah.
1: do. Yeah. I sometimes go back and look at this picture, and I made it my screensaver of my iPad uh-huh. so that it helps me be reminded to come back and have the joy yeah. of the Lord. Yeah. The joy of the Lord. Again, I'll, I'll end my segment with Psalm six, uh, 1611 again. You show me the way of life, mm-hmm. granting me the joy of your presence, and you should have an oh lord, oh my god in there. Oh my heavenly father, and the pleasures of living with you forever. Yeah. You will show me the way of life, granting me the joy of your presence and the pleasure of living with you forever. Yeah. And that is what I want for Christmas and for New Year's, between now and January 8th when the show returns. I want us to rediscover the joy of yeah. being behind the microphone. I never have a Sunday and you can testify to this. I never have a Sunday when I'm preaching and I'm not excited. I get up in the morning. I get to speak today. I get to speak today. I'm never bummed out. Why? Because I have the greatest job in the history of the world. I get to share the gospel. And I've been put in a place where I can dress just like I'm dressed right now. Nobody cares. But they are saying, "We want the truth and we want only the truth and nothing but yeah. the truth, yeah, and I'm like, that's me well, i don't have to I don't have to mince words. I can just come with the full gospel message yeah. and let the Holy Spirit do his thing, and how is that not an exciting thing? <laughs> how do you not have joy in that time?
0: yeah, There have admittedly though, I think there's been two times where it was a heavy something that you were going to bring because that's what the lord laid on your heart, you know, laid before you and said, I want you to tell people this. And there were like two times I remember you had a little bit of trepidation, like this is a hard truth. I have to say it. I hope my people are ready to hear it. Mm -hmm. Um, So there was that.
1: But I I can
0: attest to the fact that it is one of the, it probably is the greatest joy just to share the truth of God's word. And I really think if the day ever came where you couldn't do that mm. for whatever reason, um, I, I think you would be, I think that would make you sad.
1: Yeah. I think I that wasn't, would, I yeah. wasn't sad that I, I had to speak. I was sad that God laid it on my heart to deliver some news. That was, was definitely going to step on some folks toes. And yeah. everybody's like, we want our toes stepped on until <laughs> they get them stepped on. <laughs> right. You know, it's like the great theologian, Mike Tyson once said, everybody has a plan <laughs> until they get punched in the face. Right. You know? Exactly. And then then when you want to have blowback towards me, I have a plan that comes from the great theologian Randy Moss. (laughs) And that is, homie, don't play that. (laughs) You want... Look... I, I'm like Teflon. It just it just bounces off me most of the time. <laughs> I don't know okay. where that came from.
0: I think we need to edit that out. I don't know. I'll talk to Mike Shaw. Uh, if you're
1: hearing it, that means Mike thought it was funny.
0: Okay. Uh, but here's the thing, here's one thing I do one thing I do want to make note of. And that is God does allow us to go through those things that have the tendency to or have the potential to. Shake us, rock us. We will feel things that are negative, okay? Mm -hmm. But I think he does that as um, he's actually giving us the opportunity to experience... Going through that and coming out of it and the joy that's on the other side, because that joy that's on the other side Mm -hmm. is really, really sweet.
1: It's awesome.
0: And so. um, And that's
1: why when you have to give the hard truth. Yeah. "Uh, uh, uh, But I'm going to do it. Right. And you do it out of obedience and you do it giving it over to Jesus. And then he sends you peace and another thing. You You know what else he sends? What? joy joy yeah joy you did you did what you had to do right. uh, it, it it kind of it it wasn't great mean, wasn't fantastically fun but you have peace it, right. and you have joy it
0: doesn't mean that you're happy all the time
1: yeah okay no, there's going
0: to be things that you don't want to go through there's going to be things that you might worry about and and you it's an opportunity for you to give that to the lord it's an opportunity for you to reach higher than your circumstances and Eventually, it's like, don't stay there. That's the right, point. That right. You're going to go through difficult things, it's, but the point is you don't stay there. Uh, you reach higher to those things that you really know about God, and there is peace, there is joy to be found even in the midst of those difficult, fallen world things.
1: Circumstances can dictate your joy if you let it. The way to come out of it is to count your blessings, name them one by one (laughs) count your blessings it is a really true real thing thing. yes it really is it is
0: because once one thought sparks another thought sparks another thought and pretty soon you're swimming Mm -hmm. in the goodness of god once again
1: well this holiday season we really really want you to have that joy of the lord uh this is the last show for the holidays we've got a college student macy reisel Uh, Reichel, waiting in the wings. Mike Shaw is also going to be by with Right On Way Off later in the program. Uh, We're going to take a quick 10-second break, as Emily's going to encourage you to help support this ministry. And we'll be back with another live show January 9th.
0: Hey, if you enjoyed listening to No Apology with Emily and Chris, if you get any encouragement from it, please consider standing with us financially. Go to freshroadmedia.com and consider giving a wonderful gift today. It is appreciated.
1: Welcome back to No Apology with Emily and Chris, where we laugh louder, dig deeper, and live larger. And we also find guests that we want to talk to and talk with. And we find them in all kinds of places, don't we, Emily?
0: We do. I'm really excited for today because... Chris, it's so refreshing to bring a young person with that fresh perspective. They grew up in a world very different than what you or I did. And so they can oftentimes just bring insight that we wouldn't otherwise have. So today... Macy Reichel joins us. So, welcome, Macy.
2: Thank you. Thank you. And,
0: uh, Macy, you recently graduated high school and you are now off into college at Grand Canyon State University. You are a freshman. Going from
1: Iowa to Arizona.
0: Yeah, but you are also a Christian. And so, I thought, what a great idea to bring that Christian college perspective onto the show for a little while because. It's going to be good. Uh, First of all, you're home for the holidays, right?
2: Yes, yes. And
0: (laughs) so uh, you probably missed home a lot. You're back home for the holidays. What is the number one thing you're really looking forward to um, this holiday season?
2: Number one would definitely be family and friends. I've definitely missed everyone from home. But other than that, definitely the comforts of the small town and just home in general like seeing the stars, all those things oh, that you don't get to do in a city. And yeah. my big bed, <laughs> that's always good too. So,
1: so the dorm room bed ain't doing it for you? No, not quite.
2: <laughs> my big queen bed, I'm like, ooh, I'll take this. That's comfy. That's yeah. good. That's yeah.
0: awesome. Comforts of home, sweet. Yeah. Home. Yeah. So you got to, it sounds like you have a lot of family coming in. How yes. how many people are you going to be welcoming into the Reichel home this year?
2: Yeah. So I just hosted, or I guess my parents just hosted my grandparents <laughs> from the other side of Nebraska. 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 So they were just here. It was fun to get to see them. But now from the other side of the family, a lot of those people are starting to roll in and we'll probably have about like Thirty to forty people at my grandma's house Christmas Eve, so nice. that'll be pretty crazy. But it's always fun. So. Oh yeah, one it
0: of the totally
1: reasons is. one of the reasons Emily and I wanted to ask you onto the show is because as a high school senior, my first year in Iowa, as your pastor, we have a coffee shop attached to the church. You would come in with your Bible and your friends, and you guys would study God's Word. And it just was impressive to me that it, you just give off the vibe like you're living for Jesus and then you go to a christian university in arizona um, are you seeing the stuff that we're seeing i mean what's it like to be you know 19 years old and 18 19 20 years old in 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 post christian america with the you know social media pressures and all of that what's that been like i mean can you tell us what what you're seeing from from your chair now going from iowa to arizona
2: um, it's definitely been an adjustment to say the least Going from a small town of 5,000 to the fifth biggest city in right. the U.S. Yeah. But it's been a fun adjustment for sure. Just, like, getting to experience those city things obviously has been fun. But aside from that, like, I think my college experience has been really different from most because I'm pretty sure GCU is, like, the biggest Christian college in the country if not one of the biggest oh for sure right. one of them yeah, yeah definitely but yeah and then so, you got to
1: define Christian but keep going yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> but, so I would say my experience is very different where I somewhat have that university experience that others have but in a totally different light and just like being surrounded by so many Christians granted you have to like you kind of said figure that out yeah but um yeah it's definitely been very different and I've been surrounded by a lot of good people, which has oh, really good. helped yeah. and has made it feel a lot more like home. So even though it has been a big adjustment in, like, my parents and my family and everyone's 20 hours away, like, I really do feel at home there and at home here just because oh. of the people, which has been awesome. That is That's awesome. awesome.
0: So you go from the rich farmlands of Iowa to the desert, of phoenix how are you liking the desert is that is that a has that been a good experience or a difficult experience have you woke up yet with
1: like the gravel truck going through your nostrils
0: (laughs) oh gosh (laughs) not yet (laughs) is that a warning it's so
1: dry (laughs) in the yeah but you know you're in the winter time now wait till wait till may rolls around oh gosh. anyway
0: Do do you like the desert
2: Yes and no, for sure. There's pros and cons. Like the beginning of the school year, move-in day, it was 115 degrees outside. I was like, I chose to move here. Why? (laughs) I wasn't sure what decision I had just made. But now, like on Friday, before I had to come home for break, a lot of my friends were gone. And I was like, oh, like this kind of stinks. Like I'm going to be by myself. And I was like, wait, I live in Phoenix, Arizona. Why would I ever be sad? So, like, I put on a tank top and shorts, went outside, went on a walk. I was like, oh, never mind. (laughs) Yeah. Just weather's kind of nice. I love that. There's
0: good and bad everywhere you go. Exactly. And it takes a while. But, yeah, so uh, good. I'm glad you're adjusting. It took me, because we lived there for a while. Mm -hmm. Uh, It took me two summers before I could get in an outdoor pool. In Arizona, because it was the pool water was so warm. Mm -hmm. It just didn't feel refreshing. I felt like I was getting in a bathtub or something. Mm -hmm. Uh, It changes over time. So yeah, even those things that are difficult, maybe kind of bad. Uh, One in particular, what's it like for you? Maybe you haven't noticed brushing your teeth with the Arizona water. Have you noticed Hmm. it's warmer coming out of the faucet? Yes. Wait,
2: you're so right. For me, I've noticed it in water fountains. Like one time I went to the gym for the first time and I was like, Oh, I forgot my water. It's fine. I'll just drink out of the water fountain. And yeah. I was like, what is this? Yeah. I'm not forgetting my water <laughs> bottle again. And, and there's That's not heaters. Right there's away. not
1: heaters on the fountains. It just feels like there's yes. heaters on the fountains.
2: It's so I'm like, where's the ice? Like <laughs> yeah. I need something here. This is not it. Exactly. <laughs> right right right. Right. Yeah.
0: I had a hard time brushing my teeth at first too, because yeah. it was like brushing your teeth with warm water Mm -hmm. anyway uh let's move on a little bit um talking about that college experience because it's a huge thing the vast majority of kids do go on to some sort of post-secondary education and um i remember hearing stories from my dad when he went off to college stories from my generation when we went off to college and now stories from you know the the latest generation to go off to college and those stories have changed i think really drastically and so it's much different today yeah i i wanted to ask you do you see that change and how do you see your college experience maybe differing from your parents or or even other non-christians who are going to college today do you see any differences there
2: Yeah, like I had said before, like, I go to one of the biggest Christian schools in the country, so I would say my experience is definitely very different, because I have, like, some of the friends that go to those, like, small Christian schools, Mm -hmm. and, you know, they get more of that, like, I don't even know how to describe, more of, like, the sheltered Christian college experience, where for my school, like, there's definitely limitations, but there is a little bit more freedom there, so, like, getting to experience that, and then I've got the friends at the big universities who are, like, anything's open and just kind of crazy, but... I think a lot of that has to do with, honestly, your own personal choices and Mm. your own foundation because there's ways around any rule. Um, There's different things that you can decide no matter what college you're at. It just comes to what's your foundation and what choices are you going to make? Because I have some Christian friends that go to bigger schools and they've chosen to follow Jesus and pursue that. And I also have friends at smaller Christian schools who are finding ways around the rules and just things like that. So I feel like a lot of it just comes down to your personal choice. So... A big university, there's a lot of opportunity for a lot of things, but I'm really grateful to go to a Christian school where there are so many opportunities to grow in your faith and to get to pursue those and do that in college has been really awesome.
1: Macy Reichel is our special guest today. She is a freshman in college, and she comes from the church that I'm the pastor of, and we just thought it would be great to get her perspective.
0: Yeah, I want to ask you a question because we got to interview... uh, NFL quarterback, Kirk Cousins, as he went off to college several years ago. Um, And he remembers having a discussion with his parents how growing up as a Christian kid, um, his parents sat him down and said, "Okay, look, when you go off to college, you're going to have to actively pursue friendships with people that are going to be like minded and strengthen you in your faith and not tear you down, you know, not set you back. And you're going to have to take an active role in that because it could be the situation where those people uh, on the college campus are few and far between. Macy, have you found that you've had to do that too? You can't just kind of wait for the good friends to show up, that you've had to take a really active, intentional role in seeking out and finding those people that you really want to connect with on college campus?
2: I think that was one of the most important things I did when I first went to college because I really knew that the people that you become close with are the people that you tend to be like, you know, like bad company corrupts good morals. So I wanted to make sure like, yes, Jesus ate with the Pharisees and the tax collectors and he was able to minister to those people, but also he was surround, like, it's good to surround yourself with good Christians who bring Mm -hmm. you up, you know? So that was one of the most important things that I had prayed about before going to college. And when I got there, yes, I was still praying, but like you said, it's something active that you have to do as well. So, like, welcome week, if you would have saw me, I was running around like a chicken with my head cut off, like, <laughs> going to all the events, meeting all the people. But like you said, from there, you also have to discern, like, okay, what type of friendship is this going to be? Because I want people who lead me towards the Lord, and I want to lead those people to the Lord together. Yeah. You know, so just even asking simple questions like, hey, I'm going to go try out this church on Sunday. Like, are you going church hopping? Want to come with? You know, like, just to, like, find that community and that church and just all those things like that. So just figuring out where people are at in their faith, just through, mm-hmm. like, simple questions like that. And then I quickly, like, especially with those Christian people, you can get deep really fast. So yeah. some of those people started out small, and within, like, two weeks, we were already best friends and, like, had shared nice. our testimonies and just knew everything about one another, which That's is That's really
0: cool. cool. Are, are some of your friends, like, from way different places, like, from around the country and stuff like that?
2: All over the place. All yeah. over the place. I just – someone was asking me about that yesterday. And you see there's a lot of out-of-state um, students, so – I have some friends from Colorado, California, Wyoming, Montana—literally everywhere. Like, That's it's crazy. so awesome because yeah. you find like-minded
0: people everywhere you go. Yeah, I mean, we aren't—we don't live in a vacuum. We don't live in little mm. pockets, and so mm-hmm. it's kind of cool. Young so. girl from Iowa can go to Arizona and become really, really good friends with someone from California. The Lord really. Can unite people, even if you mm. come from different walks of life. Macy,
1: when did you make the decision to run for governor? Just wondering.
2: <laughs> oh gosh, <laughs> <Never>. <laughs> right?
1: <laughs> I can see it in your future. Uh, oh. One question that I've got is based on your age and based on your peer group. Um, I don't really can't really speak into it because I'm not from that world. But it seems to me like to have a deeper relationship with Christ is almost mandatory to have relationships nowadays. Is that is that True. I mean, because there's so many different people out there with so many different ideas. And Christianity, when I was college age, was in vogue. You wanted to be known as a Christian. Now that's almost the exact opposite. What do you see from your chair in in that regard?
2: Uh, I would definitely agree that relationships built on Christ are just so different. And I feel like those are the relationships that can get so much deeper. And like, no matter where you're at in your life, like, that, if that's the thing that unites you, like, that's ch- changes everything. Like, your yeah. relationship is just built on something so much bigger than yourselves. And I have other relationships, obviously, with other people. And it's just interesting to see, like, there's just that limitation of the most important thing in your life you can't talk about with them. Yeah. Or, I mean, you can, but they just don't get it, you know. And so it's just different. Mm-hmm. But I would say I have a solid relationship with a lot of Christians, but I also have my non-Christian friends that I've been able to pour into. So it's good to have that mix, but yeah, it's definitely a different relationship when Christ is at the center of it. Yep, good to have
1: that mix.
0: So here's a question for you, because you have younger sisters, (laughs) and your first uh, semester off to college, Mm -hmm. what's the number one thing that you would convey to your younger sister, either one of them, if they were going off to college, what's the one thing you want them to know um, from that experience this, thus far?
2: That is a really good question and something I should honestly be telling them. But I would say, like I've said in a lot of this, a lot of it just comes down to your choices. Yeah. And like before going to college, that's really when you are supposed to prepare, whether or not it's like obviously in school, financially, whatever, but also spiritually. Mm. You should be preparing yourself to be on your own, obviously, little different. I can come home and be like, mom, dad, like you know, things like that. But it is me living on my own now and just yeah. preparing to make your own decisions and not look at your parents and say, wait, should I, you know, like yeah. you can still consult them, obviously, yeah. like they're still wise and experienced. Isn't,
1: isn't it nice to tell them what you've decided instead yeah. of asking them what you want <laughs> yeah.
2: to do? Yeah, that was a good adjustment. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we've been talking about that. joy.
1: We've been talking about joy in the opening uh, part of the show yeah. and kind of how the mood of the whole country is gloom is basically what it is. And in your generation, it just seems like there's a there's a bit of anger and and a, and a bit of oh that triggered me and those types of things. Obviously, as Christians, we kind of rise above it. How do you think your generation is going to handle the future when real real trouble comes?
2: I think without Jesus, anyone is going to handle the future not well. <laughs> but with Excellent Jesus, point. you can handle it so much better. So I actually had some friends visit GCU, and one of my friends that's still in high school said, oh my goodness, this reminds me of Zootopia. She's like, <laughs> everyone's just living together, <laughs> living these different lives, but it's just like so harmonious and so fun yeah. and just joy-filled. And so I've experienced being at a Christian school. like A lot of my friends are like-minded and just like so full of joy, that's and I so love awesome. to see it. But then I also see some of my other friends are just different people in life in general right. who... I just see like running away from that and they want that joy. They want it so bad, but instead they pursue happiness and their own happiness and just Mm -hmm. like it's, it's so circumstantial. And so once life lets them down, there, the joy is gone. You know where yep. there's been things that my friends have shared that they've gone through that I've gone through, and we still have that joy because we have the Lord and He's our hope. So, yeah. like circumstantial, that's, where it comes from. that's yeah. the uh,
1: that's the joy word of the day. Yeah. Circumstantial, and
0: I love that. I think every parent can take what you said and just really carry that with them. If you've got kids that are growing up, if they're going to be leaving for college sometime soon get them prepared not just what college they're going to go to or what career they're going to enter into or finances but there's a spiritual emotional preparation that needs to take place and and thank you for sharing that with us macy because i i think that's just gold i think that's just gold for parents and family members who will eventually be sending their kids off to college so any other thoughts any final Final thoughts thoughts you want to share with us before you get back to the holiday celebration with your family, and then back to Arizona to school, what are you thinking?
2: Uh, I just want to say thanks for having me on here today. It's been really good, really interesting to talk to you guys. Always good to see you after being gone yes. for a while too. But yeah. yeah,
1: that's awesome.
0: You're welcome. You're welcome <laughs> on the show anytime. anytime. Anytime you come back into town, yeah. Yeah. let us make sure we know. Oh yeah, which I'm sure we will. Yeah, uh, but yeah, we
1: want to keep updates and, and yeah. get updates because I think you have a unique perspective of a sold out believer living in a dark time, and now you're in a big city. Even though you're at a Christian school, Mm -hmm. your generation is struggling right now. I mean, the statistics are... Amazingly bad, <laughs> as far as living for Christ in in your age group, and right. so uh, we're praying for you and we're pulling thank for you. you, and we just thank yeah. you so much for being being on the show today, Macy.
2: Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me.
1: <laughs> Coming up in just a minute, we are going to have Mike Shaw back with Right on, Way Off, and we are glad that you are along with us for the ride. This is our last show before uh, the holidays. We're taking yeah. a holiday break, Take and we're an
0: back. A little
1: time off, Emily says. Making Mary. Yeah. So (laughs) FreshRoadMedia.com. We're going to take a quick 10-second station ID type break where Emily's going to ask you for year-end funding. And we're back on January 9th. But right around the corner, it's Mike Shaw with Right On, Way Off.
0: Hey, if you enjoy listening to No Apology with Emily and Chris, if you get any encouragement from it, please consider standing with us financially. Go to FreshRoadMedia.com and consider giving a wonderful gift today. It is appreciated.
1: Welcome back to No Apology with Emily and Chris, a product of FreshRoadMedia.com, where we laugh louder, dig deeper, and live larger in the Lord Jesus Christ.
0: Wasn't that refreshing? Uh, talking with Macy.
1: Oh, it's fantastic! Gives you a
0: little hope for the future. I gotta be honest. When I talk to people like that, young people who are just growing up in the faith, uh, they're wise beyond their years. It actually makes me feel younger.
1: <laughs> you know? Like, <laughs> I, know. Like, I know. I
0: can be like you, Macy. I know. Sometimes <laughs> I look at you and it's like you don't look
1: like a granny. <laughs> what the? But you are. Our 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 oldest granddaughter is going to be twelve. Yeah. Yeah. We are getting up there, man. When We're, I don't look feel... At how, look at the gray. Sometimes
0: I don't feel like a granny, um, and then I try to get up off the couch, yeah. and and then I'm reminded that, yes, you my knees remind me I, I am a granny, but I do love that. You know, it reminds me of a conversation that I had not that long ago with somebody who's uh, very, very introverted. And it's hard for them to, uh, like, pray in small group and stuff. They're specifically talking about small group. They love their small group, but when they get together and then they (laughs) want They want that person to like open up because they're so introverted. It's really hard for them. And the hardest thing for them was when it would come time to pray. And of course she knows that they're going around the room and, and they're waiting for her and it's her turn and she just can't say anything. And then eventually somebody will take it. She feels bad. And so, you know, I told her, I just said, you know, you got to remember that whether you're a new Christian or, or someone who is just starting down that path of praying with groups of people praying in public, you got to remember that, yeah, I love those eloquent prayers that mature Christians offer, but you juxtapose that with a fresh uh, new believer prayer that's just honest and simple and and I'm telling you, that edifies the church so much. That edifies, that yeah, strengthens the people around them so much. Just to hear the simple prayer of a new believer gives old believers renewed life mm-hmm. so don't be afraid of of praying with people same thing with Macy yeah if she, you're were, she young, was
1: just refreshing to have her on the really show really
0: refreshing and if you're young just remember that that you have the gift of actually kind of breathing life into some of those people who are yeah. who've been you know a hoe in that row a, well, I'm a lot to, longer than you
1: I'm trying to get into shape I walk my dogs 300 plus days a year it's what, mm-hmm. what I do yeah the other day I decided I was going to jog with them a little bit. <laughs> 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 yes, the Lord was breathing life into me about two minutes in I'm like, well that's enough of that <laughs> I do want to get back and, and, and jog some more and, yeah. and get get running again but I gotta keep I, doing that I got yeah. 20 more pounds to go before let's get I can through do the better.
0: holidays first Well
1: you know right now this is December 21st so you're seeing this on December 22nd It's a special Friday holiday drop of no apology with Emily and Chris this is our last show of the year. And we are going to come back, and the next drop will be January 9th. And so we'll be recording on Monday, January 8th. And we just want to wish you a very Merry Christmas. Yes. We want to wish you a, merry, uh, a very happy New Year. Blessings in the New and Year. one of the things Emily and I do on the New Year is we always make a prayer list, four or five bullet points that we're going to pray all year long, asking God for certain things. One of those bullet list points is going to be the funding of Fresh Road Media, and it's not about greed, it's not about lining pockets, it's about being able to actually do what God's called us to do. And right now, it, you know, we have some really good donors that have gotten us this far, but so blessed, so blessed yeah. with, with everyone who's given anything to this ministry. Yeah, but it's it's really, to be honest with you, it, it's we're not into that enough spot yet. We're
0: still underwater as far as
1: even being able to do the basic brick functions of the broad- broadcast outreach, which we feel we're called to do. Now, yeah. the first thing that has to happen is you got to share the show. you got to tell people about Emily's show. The Bible Idiots platform is where my teaching goes. And I if I have a guest speaker that knocks it out of the park, they're going to be on there, too, even though that's been... I, <laughs> Last week, I've been—it's been frowned upon that I've put a few people out on my teaching platform that weren't me, and it's like whatever. The the messages are strong; it's the they're message, good. Yeah. And then the big thing that I'd like us to grow, besides this show, and and Bible idiots, God can do with whatever He wants. We might be changing the name in twenty twenty four, but either way, my teaching platform, my preaching, my getting ready every week, God can do whatever He wants with that. But I think um, Jesus is coming soon with Mike Shaw. I think that could turn into almost a daily news broadcast, which would be a, I think we need it. These are broadcasts that we need, and it's so fragmented. There's hundreds of broadcasts out there, so why this one? I don't know. Let God ask it to you. Many of you are going to make some year-end gifts, Mm -hmm. and we are asking you just politely, hat in hand, would you go to freshroadmedia.com and do us a solid and give your best gift right now, Help uh, us start the new year. Between now and when we get back on January 9th.
0: Yeah, help us finish out this year. Start the new year. And like Chris said, there's so much more that we want to do. We're waiting on the Lord. Rome was not built in a day. Brick by brick, right? Yeah. Do you want to be a brick? You can be a brick. <laughs>
1: I'm not but, sure that yeah. we want to use that as a marketing strategy. Yeah, brick. Be a brick.
0: Uh, no, but seriously, <laughs> yeah. If the Lord lays it on your heart, please consider it because there is so much more that uh, we talk about doing. We get we get excited about doing, uh, but there are you know. There's only so much. So we're just following the Lord step by step. And thank you again for everybody
1: well, who has been a part of that. He's been sitting here that. all festive. Let's bring him on. Mike show ba- la-,
0: la-, la 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 Merry la-, la. Christmas. All <laughs> you
1: right. are looking a little like either Father yeah. Christmas or Father Time. I
2: can't yeah, the really it. Yeah, your beard works. <laughs> yeah. It
3: does. Yeah, I haven't, it, got a whole, it, I haven't even trimmed this. In I weeks, know.
2: You got a whole Santa vibe going right now. Yeah,
0: because you started in the, like the, no... did you, were you the one that started the No Shave November? Like, did you do that this year? I was not part of
1: that. No, but,
0: oh, okay.
3: But you just have a beard. Yeah, I just it's like it's it's Christmas time, and yeah. so I can't I can't trim this. I can't cut it. Um, <laughs> I'm, now I didn't get offered a well, part time job. the reindeer get anyway.
1: mad at you, Santa? Something like that.
0: <laughs> last I was like, year, it's
3: just the wrong time of year to. trim I know. The beard. And last yeah. year
0: you were in a play that the beard totally called for.
3: Yeah, who, I'm gonna who be did in, you play again? I'm going to be in it again as well. <gasps>
1: well so, are you? Yeah, yeah. Are you? Are you James uh, the Lesser again? James the Lesser. It, right. I'm being
3: typecast. <laughs> yeah,
1: is, being
3: five foot five. You,
1: you, you, you like wanted that. a bigger role, you said yeah. after you get no. the thing. same one. Huh? No, I want the same role. Okay, you oh, want yeah. okay. the same role. Okay. Yeah, okay. I
3: mean it's it's a good role. Yeah, and uh, I already know the lines. Tell yeah, us a little bit right, about the pro- right. tell, tell
1: us a little bit about the production. What is it? So it's
3: the Living Last Supper. Yep. And I forgot who wrote it, but um, so we're, we, we reenact it locally. You know, three or four dates, I think, is what we're looking at. Okay. Uh, I know we have a meeting in February to get the band back together and see who's going to, you know, be part of us again and, yeah. and get it together. But, you know, moving here uh, last March, and, you know, we, we did this, you know, in advance of Easter, right? Mm-hmm. So it was, I was pretty brand new when I came to town and was asked to be in this. And I agreed and it was one of the best things I did. Yeah. Because I just got yeah. to know some Well, you people. came over for
1: a campfire, and you said you got the role of James the Lesser. Yeah, and when you yeah, said it, yeah. you looked at me. We both yeah. laughed out loud. because <laughs> exactly. <just the>, It's <laughs>
0: like, okay. God that makes has sense. a sense of humor. Really yes, what role did you get, Mike? I'm James the <laughs> James Lesser. The Lesser.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> uh, well, I'm so, excited you're going to be yeah. back in that production. I'm excited yeah, that good. you're
1: still doing studio producing for Fresh Road Media. It's good. Excited for Jesus is Coming Soon with it's Mike good. Shaw. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, Emily, I'm,
3: yeah, super thankful. I mean, I've, uh, b- moving to Iowa is one of the best things that I've ever, d- I've ever done. I know yeah. a lot
0: of people who say that. Yeah, and yeah, <laughs> we feel very close. Yeah, to we that. feel the same. And way. you
3: know, it's you know, it's kind of like working for Fresh Road Media and working with the nonprofit and with you guys and everything that we're trying to build here. It's like working for a startup, you know. Yeah. And what has been really cool is the church family, the community, mm-hmm. my new friends have come alongside i can't tell you how many people have brought stuff to the house yeah you know like someone gave me a bed someone gave me an air fryer someone gave me a pressure cooker yep. uh, people have delivered meat because that's mm-hmm. what i eat
1: yeah you're and on the carnivore only on the carnivore, meat only yeah guy.
3: right yeah. and it's just everyone's been such a super blessing see yeah, and that's, that's
1: why i love we... when you come and watch our dogs when we go because yeah. i know that you're not going to eat my chips nope no <laughs> <laughs>
0: Or his (laughs) ding-dongs. Yeah, all my good
1: stuff is still there when I get
0: (laughs) home. But it is really, again, (laughs) I like the word refreshing. Fresh road media, fresh encounter. It's refreshing um, to live in a community where, and these people aren't just like dropping off their junk or anything like that. And there's no pretense either. They're genuinely... Concern. Mm-hmm. Do you have everything you need? Because yeah. I might have something that you <laughs> could use. Yeah, you know true. what I mean? No,
1: there's real love here. And
0: mm-hmm. yeah, it's love. Yeah. Real love. No, it
1: is. And, <laughs> it, it, is. It, and it comes from Christ, just like Macy Reichel. Yeah. The reason that I was so excited that she wanted to come on Emily's show was because I know she loves Jesus. I've, I've mm-hmm. watched it. I've watched this high school student uh, show maturity beyond her years and so I'd love for her to be our college course yeah, no, no, that, that would be down. great that would yeah. be great
3: if she could do that she is wise beyond her years Yeah, and I was just thinking, and very the, articulate and I was thinking okay Brad and Tina you've done well yeah. mm-hmm. but I was also thinking uh, Macy you've done well Yeah. yeah. because yeah. you know you reach yeah. a certain age and it's kind of a lot of it's up to you You're it up, is your it's upbringing up to you. matters a lot but you know you make your you own you know when the,
1: when the when the kid turns out great it's uh, the mm-hmm. parents are always like yeah <laughs> and when the kid <laughs> (laughs) doesn't turn out they're like we tried
0: (laughs) (laughs) our kids (laughs) admittedly turned out really well not that they're perfect and haven't had their share but they turned out really well and i look at it and i'm humbled because i know that you know i don't have any mother of the year awards coming my way okay it was the lord and his blessing on families cannot be understated um but yeah just to hear her talk about It's your choice. You have to make choices. You have to decide. You have to be prepared. That is so countercultural right now. It's so mm-hmm. countercultural, but it's so biblically spot on. I just love it. God is good. Let's move to right on way off, shall Let's we? Let's do it. Right on. Let's I'm right do on, it. Down. Now, this is pretty cool because we've been talking about some things that go right in line with some of the quotes that I picked today. So I know you guys are going to get these right. There's going to be no question about it. Let's start off with the first one. Chris, we're going to go to you first. Okay. Um, the world, here's the quote. Uh, If you are just joining us for the first time, right on, way off, I'm going to throw three statements out there, and Mike and Chris are going to tell me whether they think those statements are right on or if they're way off and why, and then I'm going to let them know if they're right on or way off, if they're right or wrong.
1: If they're correct or
0: It's not. my joy to point out when you're wrong, actually. <laughs> so <laughs> don't take this too seriously. All right. Uh, the first quote that I'm throwing out there, it says, the world often thinks of peace as the absence of conflict. But Jesus didn't come to bring us first the absence of conflict. He gave us the peace that can persist through worldly conflict. Is that right on or way off, Chris?
1: I'm going to go right on.
0: All right. Why?
1: Well, because his peace passes all understanding, Mm -hmm. and it doesn't matter about your circumstances, whether that's conflict or no conflict. There still can be peace in the middle of that. Yeah. Like what I just talked about in the opening segment of this broadcast was the uh, Paul and Silas deal in Acts 16.
0: Yep. I was thinking Um, about that. And so
1: that is where I would be right on.
0: All right. Very good. Mike Shaw, what do you think? That is right on. And why? so, well, you, you can't
1: even defend yourself, defend yeah. yourself
0: now.
3: <laughs> well, that's
0: why I'm here. <laughs> I want mean, yeah, to right? <laughs> I know what you think. That's
1: right.
0: Inquiring um, minds want to know. Yeah, Mike. So,
3: well, you know, when you when you when the truth shows up in the world, when the light shows up in the world. It can bring division, yeah, you know, and it can bring conflict, yeah, because it, it, as we see in Daniel very plainly, mm-hmm. um, you know, Daniel was told at the end of the end, the darkness is going to get darker, but mm-hmm. the light is going to shine brighter, and you see yeah. that division happening, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so you know, we the light of the world came into the world, and the world did not understand it, mm-hmm. and the world you know didn't leave the darkness because their deeds were dark. Yeah. And so and we see that today just as predicted and and it's always been the case with the world too because we live in a fallen world. But we get to choose the light. Yeah. And because of that even though things may be rotten because it's a rotten world, we can have that peace and yeah. we can have that joy if if we lean into the Lord. You know, I think uh, you guys outlined it really well at the beginning of the show. It's like Yeah, your circumstances are your circumstances, and you might have to push through Mm -hmm. and you might have to go through, and it may really stink. Yeah. Uh, But, you know, on the other side of it, and even during it, Mm -hmm. God will bring you back to his joy. He's not going to let you stay down. At least that's been my experience. You know, we've all been through stuff, and it it isn't fun. And just keep it Nobody real Nobody
0: gets out unscathed. That's right. for sure. Right. But then
3: you but you can hear Jesus', you know, the small still voice of the Holy Spirit. It's yeah. like lean into me, come back to yeah. me. I've got you.
0: Yeah, because you're gonna go through it. And you're going to realize God's promises are true. Yeah. And what's better than that? Amen. What is better than that? And uh, you guys are both right on. It is right on. That was Abdu Murray. And I love that statement Abdu. because um, I'm guilty of it myself, but I see people who do this on a consistent basis where it's like, even if there was no conflict, we'd create conflict because it's <laughs> almost human nature to live in conflict.
1: Don't you know talk what I mean? about your marriage on the so. air. <laughs> <laughs> I joke. But
0: but we are kind of, as human beings, we are kind of like that. If there is no chaos, if there is no drama, well, then we'll create some because mm-hmm. we sometimes kind of thrive on that in our sinful nature. All right. Okay. Statement number two. We'll start with Mike first, and I'm going to find out something about you whether that I probably didn't know before. Here's the statement. Tell me whether it's right on, way off. Dogs are wonderful, mostly because they make your life wonderful without even knowing how wonderful they are. Is that right on or way off? That is so right on. Okay. That is so
3: right on. Well, it's weird. I was thinking about this the other day. It's like um, when you get a dog, uh-huh. when you have a dog, that dog bonds with you. Right. It's your dog. Yeah. And that dog will do anything for you and mm-hmm. looks to you for everything. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I mean, it. Does, I don't care who you are. And to me, I was kind of... I don't. Maybe the Holy Spirit was showing this to me. It's like, you know, sometimes I feel like, you know, God's going to do all this great stuff for other people, but not yeah. for me. You know, either I'm not worthy, or God has forgotten me, or something. You yeah. know, when if yeah. you start to get down, and then I started thinking about dogs. Mm-hmm. Hmm. It's like, I don't care who you are, get a dog. That dog's <laughs> gonna. That dog is gonna bond with you. Yeah. yeah. My
0: dad always said that every kid should have a dog. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Well, and teaches responsibility, too. That's the other part of that. But it that does. dog's going to follow you everywhere. Yeah. Um, and so it, it, the application for me was like, you know, God is no respecter of persons. Right. You know, he's going to bless you, too. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not going to just do it for Sally down the street. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, he's He's taking care of you, too, yeah. because you're his kid as well. Yeah. And so it is with dogs. All right. All Very right. good.
0: Chris, what do you think?
1: I'm right on. All right. And uh, I actually believe that dogs can teach you spiritual principles.
0: Oh, sure. And
1: my dog taught me one yesterday.
0: Oh, what was that?
1: Well, <clears throat> they want to go for the ride. Dentitreats
0: treats don't taste as good as they smell?
1: They want to go for the <laughs> ride, and we had to be gone for 10, almost 11 hours yesterday, driving to Minnesota to drop your sister off Yes, and then drive home. And that was just basically what we decided to do. The next trip, she should be ready to drive again. She's recovering yeah. from a major, major, major cancer surgery. Mm-hmm. And so just coming to Harlan, Iowa for a respite for a couple weeks before Christmas, um, really made Emily's day, and, and I think it really helped uh, her as well. Yep. Her name is Beth, and we we just and are so happy for her. Watched
0: the Vikings game yeah. with her, which yeah. and was she's aforementioned, a huge Viking and, fan. and so yeah, she and she's
1: loud. Yeah, <laughs> as a Viking fan, <laughs> which is what I like.
0: You two had a fun so, time. I left the room, <laughs> so I had
1: the the garage door shut, and I had the, the hatch of the uh, vehicle open, and I was I, I put I was taking the dog beds out there because they're going to spend a long time
0: getting ready for the road and trip. home. It just made yeah the
1: road trip longer Mm -hmm. but they're with us so if anything happens they're with us so we have to stop you know and we and I take them out and walk them and stuff and we it's just a great time traveling with the dogs but my dog Alfonso which we call elfie he it's it's 623 and I said we're not going to be ready to go in my head I'm like we're not gonna be ready to go till after 630 turns out it was like 640 but he jumps up there and he won't get out of the won't get out of the back of the car and I'm like fine just stay there but he was just so worried from like 615 to 623 when he jumped into the I know it because I happened to glance at my watch when he was jumped in. Yeah. He was so worried he was gonna get left behind. Yeah. You know that you really cause like when he he knows the word ride. And so yeah. he he was like just focused. His ears were back and his tail was wagging, and he's just like, You are not leaving without me, so much so that he just made it uncomfortable to yeah. try to get everything in the car. And I just thought, I am like that with God. Yeah. You know, it's 623 in our life right now, whether it's the ministry, whether it's Bible Idiots, whether it's uh, this show or funding for Fresh Road. And God knows when 640 is going to come and the the car is going to leave the driveway. And he's got this. We just got to know and be obedient to jump up and get in the vehicle, sit where we're supposed to sit, stand where we're supposed to stand. Right. And so know your assignment. And that is my mantra going into 2024. I'm going to have at least a dozen sermons throughout 2024 about knowing and doing your assignment. And that's all it is. We need to be faithful with what we're given. And and part of this Fresh Road Media thing is just us being faithful with what we have. Mm -hmm. After that, it's up to God. right? You know, It's it's 623. It's up to Him to determine when it's 640. Right, exactly. I'm I'm right on. Everybody get a dog. My dogs dogs are like... uh, um, emotional support animals for me, yeah, because my kids live in four different states. I see my granddaughters once a year other than FaceTime. And so these dogs have become my grand puppies. yeah, and i I spoil them yeah. and and I don't apologize for <laughs> no apology no. with Chris <laughs> and the dog. <laughs> no, I, it's the, a
3: spin-off show.
1: yeah, <laughs> you know when we're done with this show, I can't wait to go home and see them for lunch and yeah. we'll take them for a walk, you know yeah. that's yeah. or they take me for a walk, yeah. And probably no jogging today. <laughs>
0: well, it's probably it was like a double lesson there watching him because on the one hand, because he's he's just worried. You can see yeah. it in his face, and he doesn't want to get left behind. And he mm-hmm. he's just worried, and he's whining, and he's you know, if you told him, okay, we're not going yet, Alfie, you have to get out first. Too many you words know, for him. He he couldn't do it. He you know yeah, <laughs> too many words. First of all, but come on, get out, get out, get out. He wouldn't do it because he would be so worried. And and so there's this. Um, don't be so worried lesson. Mm
3: -hmm. Uh,
0: I'm not going to leave you behind. It's all good. I love you. I'm going to take care of you. But on the same token, there's a lesson there too in that he's ready. Yeah. Like I, I'm ready. I am focused. I'm going to cling to you with everything I got. And we're we going go to go for that a ride.
1: Means something to him, <laughs> yeah. and he heard it. And do we hear our heavenly Father? Do we yes. hear our assignment as yeah. a church body, as a as a husband and wife, as a single man or a mm-hmm. single woman? Do we hear His voice on yes. our assignments? Yes. That's yeah. all.
0: So dogs really are wonderful. You guys are absolutely both right on. And part of it is they they have. No clue the wonderfulness that they do indeed bring into our lives. They don't know. They don't understand. My dogs know.
1: (laughs) They're a little haughty at times. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes
0: they get a little too big for their britches, honestly. And they look at you like
1: the true story
0: where's mine
1: Uh, it's after 6 where's the treats hello hello you're a little late with the feeding
0: you know about it right? right. I'm sorry to interrupt keep going very last one last statement and it's uh, just another little Christmas one I saw this and I I'll read it to you okay it says believe like Mary trust like Joseph hope like the shepherds seek like the wise men Worship like angels and love like Jesus. What do you think about that, Chris?
1: You'd have to be right on, otherwise you're an atheist. (laughs) I mean, that's a Dr. Obvious write on, of course. It is. I don't know who wrote that, but I love it. That's, that's brilliant. That's my
0: gift to you. Did you,
1: is that, did you write that? No,
0: I didn't write oh, it, but it was I, such I a simple Simon. I'm like, I'm throwing it that away. I wouldn't one put it there.
1: past you because your writing's it's fantastic. But aw, yes, yeah. I,
0: I wish I would have, but I did not think of that one. No. Okay,
1: so, oh, Mike's got to answer, and then you can tell yeah. us who it is. All right,
0: Mike, what do you think? That's
3: so right on. And then um, who wrote it? Is it unknown? It, we I don't steal know it. who.
0: I know, right? I do not know who wrote it. Uh, but it's worth sharing, and I think that was the this intent of the writer to begin with, yeah. was for it to be shared regardless.
1: Oh, I thought you said it was from somebody named Sharon.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> it is worth sharing. It is worth well, yes. so sharing. Of course it is. It needs to be a poster or uh, something to put on. It's the, actually a sweatshirt. Like a,
1: <laughs> was it really? <laughs> it's a
0: sweatshirt? It was a sweatshirt that okay, I saw. Okay, words for a
3: sweatshirt, but that's this. perfect for your... It's for refrigerator magnet. Some, yeah. yeah, somebody's yeah.
1: on vacation already. Yeah. Yeah. I need another one for right on way off. Wait, there's a sweatshirt. Yeah. 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 I'll just do this one. Yeah. I know it sounds like a lot of words,
0: but they kind of arranged it in a way that it looks really great. It was easy to and it was on a sweatshirt. So yeah. So you guys are both right on. It is mm-hmm. right on, but you know what I really kind of pulled from this? What? Is that the God of these people, the God of Mary, Joseph, the shepherds, the wise men, the angels, mm-hmm. and Jesus, yeah. is is your God too. And so what is it that you have? have in your life Mm -hmm. that other people can take and say, ah, I need to follow that example. Mm -hmm. I need to, I want to be more like that. Um, You have it in you, and don't be afraid to share that with the Mm -hmm. people around you. A lot of times there are things that maybe you're unaware of, Mm -hmm. but just know that you have that. That, uh, If you are walking with the Lord, the Lord is working through you. Take comfort in that and don't be afraid to just totally embrace it. You're showing other people a demonstration of how to live for God.
3: Right. Yeah. So like my spiritual gift of being an example of what not to do?
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yes.
1: (laughs) Sometimes we do Yes. There's
0: a lot of those in the Bible. Don't be that guy, right? (laughs) Right,
1: right. (laughs) There's a lot of times at the end of the year, you'll have a regret or two, and maybe Mm -hmm. there's a phone call you need to make. Yeah. 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 And I had a a very dear friend of mine call me while we were on the road Mm. yesterday, Mm -hmm. and and I almost got teary-eyed. Um, I did get teary eyed, um, Mm -hmm. but I had to drive, so I choked it back, (laughs) but, um, (laughs) they were, they were in a, they were in a, in a car accident where the person in front of them turning left got broadsided at full speed. Okay. And both cars exploded all over their car. In fact, the, the one, one of the cars landed six inches from the driver's door and the other car landed like eight inches from their rear bumper. On the other side, they were able to crawl out the passenger side, his wife's side, and they were in shock. But they didn't get touched. Yeah, they didn't. Th- their car didn't even get hardly any scratches on yeah, it. Yeah. And yet, the ambulance came. Both people were unconscious. We don't even know if they're alive. This happened yesterday, but it, ca- it caused him. He said. He said to me on the phone. He said, "I wrote down three people, and you were one of the people because it was like so close to being over." for them yesterday yeah. or the day before yesterday that he said tomorrow, I'm going to call these people. And I was one of the people just saying friendship loves us. And, you know, just wanted to just say how important our relationship was together. Yeah. This all went down in Michigan and, and it was just, um, it was just It's just so cool, all the people that we're connected to, mm-hmm. and you just never know. Yeah. So this holiday season, this is one of the holidays where our kids aren't coming home. It's mm-hmm. the odd year, so they go to the in-laws. Yep. We get them on the even years, and that's and how we worked still, it out the last seven or eight years, and it's worked out great.
0: You can still post pictures of you and your family getting together for Christmas. I will love that. Yes, <laughs> and you can
1: still have as many presents <laughs> yes. under the tree as possible. The the yes. Yeah, it's yes. not going <laughs> to offend us. So yeah. is that it for Right On, Way Off? Because I have that one more thing. That
0: is the last one. What do you want to
3: add?
1: I, I got to add this and that okay. is Okay. Like- um there is a fuzzle on your microphone that has been bugging me the whole show that I have to have way off.
0: There's is it down here below? Kind of? Of? I'm coming All past right. Okay. Right now All this right. fuzzle is right was, on. I thought it
3: was my. Oh, on yours. And Chris
0: is going to take it.
3: I way thought it was off. my hat for a second. That
1: had to get rid of it. Yes,
3: that was bugging <laughs> Can't feel you, better wasn't now? it? Yeah.
1: <laughs> now people figure out how the studio works. See, <laughs> here's the
0: thing: you can never, ever, ever, ever tease me again because sometimes we'll be watching TV and I'll see like awesome. some dude's tie is crooked oh, or some God. person's yeah. teeth are yeah. like really, really oh, large. I was trying to watch
1: the show last night and she was just r- <laughs> just going on and on. I this, this lady's teeth, this lady. I'm like, let it go. I'm trying to watch the it's show. It's a
0: distraction. Were like I'm watching. A very BBC,
1: <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: okay, no. all right, all right. No. and she had nice <laughs> seeds and everything, they were just like really, really big, and it just kind of like it made my mouth kind of like how you, when, how in marriage how conferences. You I talk about the difference between men your and women's brains, him. yeah. <laughs>
1: and Mark Gunger give, gives the premier teaching if you mm-hmm. want to enhance your marriage, go to YouTube and search Mark Gunger. Two brains. He's got a two-hour presentation. But the gist of it is if, uh, if the news comes on, mm-hmm. the woman looking at the camera, reading the news— um, Emily knows what kind of blouse she has. She knows the brooch she has. Wonder where she got it. Her hairstyle could be better. The color—is that really what she wants to go with? And who did her makeup? The man is sitting there wondering, "What is the news? Right. <laughs> you know, what is yeah. she <laughs> saying about whatever she's saying?" Yeah. And yeah. so that's a, we we have different different worlds. And I appreciate a good Christmas light decoration. But when we drive around, I don't make noises, you know. Ooh, uh,
0: you don't applaud. Uh, out oh yeah. loud. <laughs> I applaud out loud sometimes. Uh, and, I, I ooh, do that. that's yeah, wonderful. I know, I okay.
1: Anyway, Good job, guys. so Mike, Jesus is coming soon yeah. with Mike Shaw. Twenty twenty four, we're coming back. This is our last show until twenty twenty four for the holidays, and it's dropping yeah. on Friday, December twenty second. So. Yeah, yeah. What's going on? What are you thinking? What yeah. where, you know, Where's your heart for this coming year? I
3: and, and, and just thought of this um, while we were talking, you know, the new year is coming. And there's kind of a tradition. I don't know who started it or where it came from, but where you would or and you would get it from God, you know, hopefully. Mm-hmm. So, you know, a little prayer and fasting or at least seeking the Lord for a for a word, for the year, for you. And so I think I want to explore that a little bit and uh, talk about that on a, on a soon coming episode. Um, I'm off this week. Yes. Uh, You know, I'm off for almost two weeks. I got a job driving for a local school district. And so they're off. For yeah. Christmas break, so yeah. uh, I'm right. off for Christmas break. We should be
1: break. doing a lot of recording instead. Of we're nice. like, nah, we're taking it off. Of no, the holidays. I'm gonna. We're so busy. for me, yeah.
3: for me, I've got several projects oh, yeah. good, that good, good. you know have been backburned yeah. just out of necessity because exactly. there's so much time being, yeah. you know, because I gotta work like I know. you know a normal I've person.
0: Nothing for the holidays yeah. yet.
3: Yeah. So <laughs> so I'm gonna catch up on some we'll, of my we'll projects, and one yeah. of those would be. Uh, Jesus is coming soon with Meng Shaw. So
1: um,
0: awesome. Yep, that's one of
3: the I'd love for funding
1: to come in and us build you almost like a news studio. It wouldn't take much. I think
3: it'd be great. Uh, You know, I've thought about that, you know, um, since we've talked about that. I think it's a great vision to do an almost daily news show. And then also do still do some long form interviews, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and still do plenty of commentary, you know, biblical commentary, and yeah, all of that. I'm I'm jazzed about that idea. <laughs> One brick at a time. One brick at a at time. time. Be there. a
0: brick with us. Um, I have some things to get caught up on as well. One of those things I need to update job descriptions. And Mike, you are now required to wear that hat for your job <laughs> <laughs> going forward. Right. A uh, year round, we will keep Christmas all the year, right? And I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I um, could go
3: to a dollar store and get those lights that you wear. I yeah. have I have
1: restrained with like a dozen <laughs> elf on the shelf jokes. So I know, oh, yeah, yeah,
3: right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was so I worked I, so the Santa hard. Santa
1: didn't didn't work out. I so. worked
0: so hard to find something Christmassy for the background, you know, for for the holiday season and all I could come up with was <laughs> this little white tree
1: it's beautiful
0: i'm hoping next year i'll find something more fantastical
1: <laughs> so i'm gonna stick with the the cross with the the romans quote on it that's yeah, it yeah romans route. 831 that, yes. that works for me he was yeah.
0: born that man no more shall die yeah so that's that's Christmassy in and of itself yeah. right right yeah. all right i think that's gonna do it right any final thoughts y'all want to leave with us mike
3: um, yeah, so that was my final thought. So oh, okay, good, on, good, 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 yeah, good. So I'm going to work on a word yep. for 2024 yep. and encourage other people to seek the Lord for their word. Yes. And I think that'll be that'll be kind of fun, right. but I yeah. think productive,
1: too.
0: All right. And Chris, talk to me a little bit about Bible Idiots before we go.
1: Well, Bible Idiots is basically where my sermons go. Mm-hmm. And you know, there's uh, always talk, uh, not always, but there has been recently the last couple of years talk about how to get them out to a wider audience. Mm -hmm. Um, This is not me talking. This is other people talking. But when I hear them say this stuff, it makes me happy because it feels like maybe God's using my meager efforts. They say that my preaching can really reach the common man and woman. They call them Lunchbox Joe, Lunchbox Jane. In 2024, I think as the darkness comes, our our messages are, you know, the messages that I'm preaching at Fresh Encounter Church that go out on Bible Idiots are going to be even more important. In that world, they give advice. And so one of the pieces of advice that I've gotten recently from someone... Is that I should not put anyone else on the platform. Like oh. when you tune into Turning Point, you only hear David Jeremiah. When you tune into Truth for Life, you only hear Alistair Begg. It's like, uh-huh. yeah, but I'm not, I, I don't care. I'm the yeah. Bible idiot. Yeah. I have a youth pastor that God has raised up, and I've got mm. an, a couple elders and even Mike Shaw that are really preaching God's word. When they bring God's word, I want to yeah. bring it onto Let's the platform as much as I possibly can yeah. until maybe, maybe someday it will get too big to to have that happen. But this is not that time. Not yet, So no. I would ask everybody to pray, mm-hmm. pray that we continue to share the truth of God's Word in a palatable way where common folk get fired up for the Lord for such mm-hmm. a time as this because the tsunami of darkness is coming. It's coming. And yeah. I'm, I'm writing a message for the 31st because Christmas Eve day and Christmas Eve is already in the can. And I just want to use some statistics of to how dark it's really getting. Yeah. And the 25 to 18 to 25 year olds are lost ad nauseum, like, like 80%, 90%. They're gone. So that's why when a Macy Reichel can come on the show I and know. share, it warms my <sighs> yeah, heart to my like core. It's like air in our lungs. Oh, yeah. And, and so we want to reach as many people right now with, with the, and, and, and I don't mean lost people. I mean, people that go to church or people that have a spirituality to them, but they don't really know the true Jesus. I want them to find that freedom that comes when you really surrender your life to Christ. And then you have to disciple them. You have to have relationship with them. You have to have leadership. And that comes from Mm -hmm. authentic preaching. And that's what we're going to try to do. And, uh, well, that's what I'm going to try to do. And I need the Lord's help to do it. Right. And, and the other thing is, I keep getting hit. We got to change the name "Bible Idiots" because we lose nope. a good chunk of the people. Santa nope.
0: said no. Nope. Santa
1: said no. <laughs> nope. Keep it. You know, because you you know that that homeschool mom. We don't say idiots in this house. We don't. We 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 lose them right uh, off the bat.
0: Well, so. again, yeah. don't post your pictures with all those presents or anything. Right. <laughs> I know.
1: I gotcha. I gotcha. All right. All right. All right. I don't I don't, all right. I don't. We'll keep it. I don't care. It's up we to you. We are
0: fools for Christ. That is for sure. One more thing. Yes.
1: I will continue to co-host <laughs> with you. Anytime you want, because I think No Apology with Emily and Chris is uh, an incredible, strong talk show that can make a difference if people will share it Good. in their world. Yeah, so.
0: please do. Please do consider a gift. Go to freshroadmedia.com. We'd really appreciate it. Be in prayer for us. And we will be back with you January 9th. And until then, you have a great Christmas holiday and a very blessed new year.